Stuff like that costs money. You know, I totally How much did it cost? Um, Two grips a night or something? Well, if it's, um, if it is uh, like a family of four, right? Six grand. Huh. Fuck off. For two days. Yeah. That's two nights. Only two days? That's not even a week? Two nights. For for 48 hours of Star Wars experience. Yep. No. Get your fucking robes on, Padawan. How do you like them apples, man? I'll tell God you what, damn. dude. If my kids bitched for one second, if I paid oh, for that and they bitched a single bitch. You would immediately go to the dark side. Oh, yeah. It would be, be like, yes. Oh, man. Don't all sudden, all, 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 all sudden you would hear. It has to be dual of fates, right? Bullshit. Bullshit. You look at your kids and be like, if you have warriors, now is the time. That was my wife today on my daughter when she wouldn't go clean her cat box out. <laughs> Don't make me destroy you. That's Dude. our going thing. And okay, hang on, hang on. This is we're throwing this away. Oh, oh it's, totally. not, it's there. It's there. Bad motivators. Shit. Yes. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 234 of The Bad Motivators. I, of course, am Eric Strahlers, and with me, as always, are my two excellent co-hosts, one Mr. Luke Cruiser. Hey there. And one Mr. Dallas Wood. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, howdy, buddy. <laughs> Watching some King of the Hill, so I got some howdies in my oh, mind. Oh, dude. I started the series over again, so. <laughs> what has Strother's done to you? We we recently know. started watching it. Like, we picked it up from the beginning on, uh, I guess just yesterday. I got home from work, oh. and we kicked it on and, like, bl- blazed through the first season. Like, um, we just watched uh, the episode where, it's, I think it's the first episode of season two, where Hank, Bobby gets into shooting. Yeah, yeah. And they do this father-son competition. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he remembers Cotton yelling at him. God, Cotton. What a I know. jerk. His <laughs> shins were blown off and they sewed his rest of his feet back onto his body. Oh. so messed up. <laughs> and then Hank went to high school with his wife. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I was watching Dee-dee. it with my daughter, who's going to be 12 in October. And she's like, what's this show? And it's that very first episode, you know, where Bobby gets the black eye at the baseball game and yeah. the child services, like all the neighborhoods fucking thinking he uh, is abusing uh, Bobby because he fights with the dumbass Buckley and the Megalomar. Mm-hmm. I mean, they set the entire series up on that first episode. And uh, so my daughter's like, oh, when did this happen? I go, it's in the 90s when I was like, you know, in middle school, high school. And she goes, this is pretty good. <laughs> that she just sat down and started watching, and I'm like, "Yes, dude, that guy with the uh, carpal tunnel wrist guards oh, on that <laughs> comes from he, the, the city, and they totally modeled him after the teacher on Beavis and Butthead that sang Lesbian Seagull in the movie. Oh yeah, 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 and uh, that was pretty great. Where Hank's afraid to do anything to Bobby because Bobby's going to call <laughs> child services on him. Right. The best is whenever he finds out that the guy called. Well, tell your dad everything's taken care of, and he doesn't tell him. 
Oh my gosh, dude. I love oh, it when yeah. Bobby imitates his dad. Him. Oh yeah. He's like, he's my he's my boy. He's not much, but he's all I got. <laughs> anyhow. Anyhow, that's been King of the Hill Hour. Yeah. Howdy, howdy, howdy. I love when so Khan makes fun of them. He's so good. That's why I said yeah. that. Howdy, howdy, howdy. When they <laughs> So are you Chinese or are you Japanese? I lay ocean. So uh is that Chinese then? God. Hey, dude, when they when they invite them over and they're trying to be nice and they're leaving and men, it's like, Peggy Hill, what big feet you have. Look at me. Oh, yeah. I'm like little girl in mama's shoes. Oh, my hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, Khan and men are like the two shittiest people. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. They're match they're made. They're so great. They so are. Well, what got me back into watching it is I was – trying to find something to watch. And I just needed to watch something for like 15 minutes until I had to go pick up my son from practice. And it was the episode where they're visiting Bill Dotrieve's family down in New Orleans. And Bobby <laughs> becomes the, like, the dandy. And he starts like, oh, it's sweltering out here. And he's all acting he like a like, dandy all the time. This flower is Wilton. Wilton. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? It's been far too long since I watched this show. So that's that episode. Of oh, it's really so good. Started it again. Uh, speaking of watching stuff, man, uh, Cruiser, you seen anything good? You watching any King of the Hill over there in Indiana? Or is that just hit a little too close to home? <laughs> Shut up. That's, that's Texas, isn't it? I know, but just it the is. mentality. Listen, I know you like to feel like you're high and mighty. Where you come from ain't too pretty either, my friend. Uh, uh, that's fair. The meth river runs just as thick there as it does here. That's totally <laughs> well, fair. And not only that, I think, how many people died in Chicago last year? So Not from COVID? Yeah, but I'm way <laughs> far away from there. So True. Think, think about this, man. I, you know, we're wait, in the wait, middle. Wait, wait, no. I, no I, I, you asked me a question, sir. You didn't answer. Yeah. I was going to, but but you you mucked it up. So, anyways, what you been watching? Uh, I started watching. Uh, have you ever heard of the show Letter Kenny? Yes. No. It's been around for a while. It has, dude. It is hilarious. It is the the driest comedy ever, but it works so well. And it's just like, what, what are they Dallas? Are are they are they Canadians? They're Canadians, and yeah. The, the re- it's good. The reason I haven't been into it as much is because I'm such a Trailers Park Boys guy. I love Trailer Park Boys. That yeah. shit is incredible. Yeah, it's just it's just it, uh, you'll 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 hear Peter Patter. Let's let's get at her quite a bit in that in that show. <laughs> well, Peter Patter, let's get at her. Anyway, just fights everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to he has to maintain that he's he's the toughest guy in in Letterkenny. And they and there's there's a population of like five thousand people or something because it's it's, it's, like, it's like really important to him because but like the first episode he was like he had given up his life of fighting <laughs> he's like no I'm not I'm not fighting no more sure I'm yeah. not no more and then and then uh, well, he gets Lair, in like Lair, three fights in one day <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah like later that episode he's like yeah, well I guess I'm back to fighting again <laughs> but anyways it it it's just it's just it's it it's really funny I I enjoy it. it I, it's one of those it's one of those comedies that like I don't crack up laughing when I watch it, but like the humor is like enjoyability to me. You know what I mean? You're entertaining you know and it's it's keeping you happy and you're you're laughing yeah. to yourself. You're chuckling and smiling. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. You're not you're you're not like you know, like you're not watching 
anyways, you know what I mean. But um, yeah, no, that's why I've been watching and just desperately waiting for the next uh, bit of season four of uh, Attack on Titan. I was so bummed out when I found out I had reached the end of what they had released so far. <laughs> no, oh, damn. No. <laughs> that's like when I, I got to the end of season one of Ted Lasso. There's only 10 episodes. God damn it. I never wait till next that. year. You should. Sarah, it's er, er, Everybody's all into it. I've not seen it. So, it's one of those shows where you don't have to be a sports fan to love it. Yeah. If, I don't know anything about soccer, and I love the shit out of it. If you, I don't know what made me think of this because this plainly doesn't play take place in Canada, but um, there is a movie called, if I'm not mistaken, is it Don't Tread on Me? Um, that feels right. Uh, so anyway, what it's about? It's about this guy that. Um, he, he's a low level thug or he wants to be, but he, he does just the, like the, one of his big scams is going into the convenience store and ripping off these vodka bottle UPC so he can go do this mail-in rebate. But he has it made out to where he thinks he's like this big time thug. Dude, it's very good. It's a little indie movie. Paul Schneider's in it, the guy from the first two seasons of Parks and Rec that played. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Mark. Uh, Brandowski. Mark Brandanowitz. Brandanowitz. Yeah. yeah. It is. Wait, Brand, Brandanowitz found found a new show? This was it's a movie. This was a movie Ooh. that came out. I'm trying to look at when this, this movie was a thing. It. Hang on. Dude, it's very good. I loved it. And I watched, I found it at random on like a file sharing site and hmm. watched it about a million times. Just whenever I'd be working and stuff, I'd have it on my computer oh, yeah. on the side. And it yeah. is, <laughs> it's really good. Check it out. There's like all these weird sidelines and there's a ton of people who are like, go on to be, or, or have done other things. I shouldn't say go on to be huge because <laughs> that would be a bit of an overstatement. <laughs> but uh, uh, Zoe Deschanel's in there, and uh, she plays really? uh, Paul Schneider's sister. And oh, okay. um, he is like, um, I can't remember. They keep referring to him as a moo. He's like, I'm not a moo. Like he's an idiot, you know? Now, <clears throat> Zoe's the... Elf dash anal, not the bones dash anal. Uh, correct. Okay. All right. I know who you're talking I about. I guess. Yeah. New girl, right? New girl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, live free or die. That's what oh, it is. Hell yeah. Live free or die. I'm sorry. Not don't tread on me. Live free or die. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. It is. It is a scene, baby. It's definitely, definitely 1000% worth a watch uh let's see um uh judah friedlander's in it he's great in it oh he's uh, funny um yeah does he wear trucker hats in it uh well that dude always has a trucker hat on and you know what he does he owns a is it a porno store <laughs> or he owns a store where they find a huge stash of porno in the back and it turns out he's having an affair with uh, Michael Rappaport's <laughs> wife. It's not Michael oh, Rappaport's no. wife. It's the, his character's wife. But he plays yeah. a cop who killed a guy 
who he thought was the one having an affair with his wife. And so every year on the anniversary of the guy's death, he sends the guy's mom a whole bunch of flowers because he feels mm. terrible. Dude, it's effed up. It's really so, good, though. This sounds like a bunch of comedian comedian friends made a film. Basically, together. yeah. But yeah, it's, I, I would. I'm gonna dig this. It's I'm very good, it. man. Live free or die. That's what it is. <laughs> Don't tread on me. I'm an idiot. Same. Well, I mean, both of those work well together. Same so, idea. I mean, I yeah. mean, that's like speaking the language of my people over here. That's so, right. I mean. <laughs> that's right, dude. Speaking of speaking the language of my people, this this is not intended to be uh, like political hot take in any way, shape, or form. But I saw something about this guy post. It's like just get it. All science proves that it's effective, and blah blah this and blah blah that. And it's the only way we're all going to get on the other side of this and blah, blah, blah. Just go out and purchase a firearm today. <laughs> <laughs> like it was going to be about getting vaccinated for COVID. Yeah. And I was like, boo. Yeah. Boo. That's, that, 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 that's definitely a wolf and a half. Yeah. Please understand I am not anti-gun, but I am also not pro-gun either. Um, yeah, there's a, a big difference. Yeah, I own firearms, but... The none of them are in my home. Uh, yeah. If only there had been a good guy with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. yeah. Um, shooting shooting that randomly into the crowd, hoping for the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow. But anyhow. Um, oh, That's so which reminds me. This is where I was headed with this and how I got there. I, I'll never know. You know we're in the middle of moving, right? Yeah. We have done a piss poor job, like I said. You're like you're like six months into it by now, yeah. Yeah. Getting out. <laughs> Dude, we were at our old house uh over the weekend and we're trying to get stuff out. And we're getting there, man. We're closer than we think, but still not as close as I want. I go upstairs and Amanda's like sitting on the floor in my old office just crying. And I'm like, oh, no. Whoa, 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 what's wrong? And she's like, There's still just so much stuff to do. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> That's what I keep saying. I told you, but when I pull up to the house and I get ready to go in and my neighbor across the street that I told you had introduced himself to me um, mm-hmm. and apologized for all the noise and stuff, this is at the old house. I get out. He's looking down the street, flipping somebody off, going, fuck you, motherfucker. And I wanted to be like, hey, man, um, it's two in the afternoon and like my kid's here. And yeah. if you if I get a for sale sign in this yard and there are people here, could you... Just rain that in. Do that. Yeah, could you yeah. just go inside and save it for later? But anyway. maybe put <laughs> maybe put three of the twenty cars in the front of your house in the back yeah. of the house. Maybe can you he's, take that engine out of the tree? <laughs> he's actually man. He's really trying to improve that place. He built a cool yeah. set of steps and like he's building like this sitting area, which it's weird for this style of house to have a front deck yeah. style porch. But he's building okay. it all out of scrap wood from jobs he does. Hmm. It looks great. Like, he's wow. much better carpenter than me. Good Lord. <laughs> Anyhow, speaking of being a carpenter and being terrible at it, you know what we should talk about? <laughs> now, where does my crappy carpenter skills fall into place in this? Well, I'm getting ready to tell you right now. Please, please do, because I'm at a loss. Dude, we... <laughs> We were finally getting flooring in our kitchen. 
finally. Well, whenever I took our old stove out, it was like this thing that I'm sure when it was made, it was like, welcome to the kitchen of tomorrow. It was from like 1968. And it like was a pocket stove. Like instead of sitting on the floor, it slid into a pocket. Wow. In the counter. And it was neat, what? man. I bet when it was made, it was like the most amazing thing. And all of the controls for it were on the hood, uh. the range hood. So the 220 went all the way up to it instead of down low, which I had mm. to redo wow. it all. But anyway, I pulled it out. And so there's like this little side piece of counter that's on the other side of the stove that's like, you know, three inches mm. wide or something. Well, I had mm-hmm. to remount that back so it would go around my other stove before they come to put flooring in. I should have just duct taped it to the wall because it'd be about as sturdy. For one, (laughs) there's really nothing for it to hold on to. It's just an unfortunate design as it is. But good Lord, dude, I have never been so stymied by the simplest of jobs. Master electrician, hell yeah. Do logic programming and controls and robotics? Absolutely. Nail a stupid thing to the wall and the floor? Not so much. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's up. It's up. And I finally put my brand new refrigerator over there, my stove. And now I just got to figure out the dishwasher situation. But here's the real news. Here's the real story of who got what this week. I took the IMAX stand-ups down at the old house and uh-huh. found everything I had put inside of them. Uh-huh. Dear God, uh-huh. I have a tote like a big rolling tote that I originally bought for my Stormtrooper armor, stuffed full of stuff. That's a that big tote. I've seen that, that in person. That's yeah, a big dude. tote. Well, it's bigger I, than the one I, I had I knew you were pumping a lot in there. You thought there wasn't much in there. I knew there was. You talk about it every week. Dude, oh, yeah, I man. had um, a grip of Black Series figures in there, including a Moloch. Had him stuffed in there, the big <laughs> double, the double yeah. size one. What, um, a, what whole, a weird, what a weird deluxe figure, by the way. Yeah. Now, like two years later, looking back yeah. at it, going, what were they thinking with that one? <laughs> Dude, I have like four of them. It, they were nine bucks, remember? Yeah, well, not when I got my first one. True. But uh, anyhow, I feel like Cruiser hooked me up with one. Yeah, of those. yeah, yeah. Because 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 you and I both thought this the people people gonna buy this one quick because this is one of the crazy characters from a thing it's a big yeah. old deluxe one nope nope <laughs> and so I got those a whole bunch of figures from um, Rogue One and a whole bunch of figures from what else was in, in there probably I the Last Jedi I can't remember oh uh, also a loose Jedi Luke and Island Journey Ray and oh. um. A whole bunch of those Matchbox ships, I remember. I knew those were in there. But I mean a whole bunch of them. They were all ones I got from Shop Goodwill and yeah. never opened. Those were all in there. And uh, let's see, what was like the big surprising thing that was in there? Because I remember thinking, how am I going to get this out of here? I may have to actually dismantle it to get this piece out of here. Uh, I think it was this miniature figurine set that uh, was from Han Solo, from Solo, the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I don't know how I got it in there because I did have to completely take it apart to get it out. But I got it out and got it here. (laughs) And all of that cardboard stuff, I told Amanda, 
listen, this is a complete waste of a trip in the box truck, but I'm taking this over to the house now because if I went through all this trouble to carefully dismantle this and then I pack it in the back of this truck with a ton of other stuff, it's going to get wrecked. And then by if that point, I should have just sawed it all in half to get it apart. Yeah. yeah. So I did, yeah. and it's all sitting in a pile over there. And just like Steel Saunders mentioned, if I can give you any advice, stand that back up as soon as you can or you'll never do it. Yeah, he's right. It's been two days since it's been there, and I already feel my desire to go through all the hassle waning drastically. But by God, I'm going to get it hooked up right, and there's going to be the light kit inside of it and everything so that the sabers glow from the inside, and it's going to be neat. Well, and you'll have the room in that new room, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's in like what's going to be the kids' play area. It'll be nice. Oh, they're going to they're wing a ball right through oh, that see, thing. I thought about that, too. <laughs> but you know what? Dude, my kids destroy everything. It's, I, like, here, it's, like, it's like locusts going through a fucking cornfield with my kids. <laughs> but here's the thing. That's though, how my man. kids go through cereal and chips. It's, it's, like, it's like they're big, giant cardboard stand-ups. They were not intended to last forever. Yeah, and there's probably granted, granted there are sturdy ones yeah. though. I don't know what like statistically where this would fall out, but I suspect there aren't too many of them floating around no. still. I suspect most of them wound up in the dumpster after the movie ran, which is sad, especially considering how terrible the movie was. Right, I'm right, just right, kidding. Right. The Last Jedi rules, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I heard old our friend old Double D over there at. Uh, Blue Harvest talking about he went to the doctor and the the nurse saw his shirt and said the Return of the Jedi shirt and said oh it's one of the only good ones all the rest of those movies sucked oh and he's good like Lord. neat so yeah thanks Nate we're gonna get along like peas and carrots yeah <laughs> <laughs> but anyway can't I, sit here I guess that's all I got so who's next wait real quick Go we on. have to talk about Moloch for a second. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, I, I, I'm thinking about that now. And I'm like, was Hasbro just looking at the list of characters and they just went, you know what? It'd be a great deluxe one. That guy who's in the movie five minutes. Well, here's the deal, though. They don't know. They just get a whole yeah. bunch of concept. I, I know. That's how you ended up with Constable Zubio. Constable yeah. Zubio. That's how you end up with him because they're like, well, you know, the aliens are always like the go to. You know, that's a name. He looks cool, so Blake picks up with him, yeah. That's a name I've not heard in a long time. A long time. But, I mean, the (laughs) Moloch figure figure is a cool figure. I don't know why you're, like, so down on it. It's a cool-looking figure. No, 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 no. His little hood slides back because he has ugly-ass face. Like, there's all kinds of... You forgot. Eric got me one for my birthday. Yep. After he got his. Mm -hmm. So so I wanted it. I I like the figure. Mm -hmm. I just find it an odd choice looking back at how it just sat on the shelves and was nine bucks a piece from 35. You, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just, it's just kind of like back when we couldn't have, could afford to send each other birthday presents. Right. Dude. <laughs> now we're all overextended. Cruiser doesn't have a job. Mm. Yeah. And I also I'm don't a, like you guys. I'm so building like that, a house. That, that, that doesn't that hurt too. either. <laughs> and I, I have to pay to have dogs toes amputated randomly. But hey, but hey, you know what? I still got the best deal out of all of that. I still, I still got the vintage uh, 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 chicken walker. So, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> from Eric, the one he the one he reluctantly sent to me, <laughs> dude. Well, because I I knew you wanted one, and when I went to Saga Toys and got it, I'm like, 
man, screw that guy. We had a good run. <laughs> just like those cardboard stand-ups, this show's not going to last forever. Right. I, just go ahead I mean, it, cut everything it right burns. Now. Well, you know, especially what a deal it is now that I've got two of the the Black Series ones that won't stand up. Yeah. One's in the box still because that's the only way it will stand up is still in the package. I got that yeah. at Ross. Are you familiar with Ross? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it kind of like Hobby Lobby? No. It's more R- like TJ Maxx. Ross is oh, okay. a, but a, like a super low budget. Yeah. Um, you can find some decent stuff there, but what they do is they get a random run of toys and stuff. Like, like basically it's like big lots. It's like, well, what did they have this week? Yeah. yeah. Kind so of like they specialize in clothes, like but they below do. as well. Yeah. They yeah. specialize in clothes, but like they have a big toy section. In yeah. some stores, not all of them. Yeah, this this one here in Alton isn't huge. Five Below is actually way more like toy and collector uh, oriented. But this is more oh, really? like... We, we just got one. I've never been in it. Oh, I yeah, dude. Head on in there. I just thought it was a you're $5 like, store. You're probably going to find yourself some Black Series figures in there. I bet there's really? a lot. If there's anything in there right now, I bet, I, I bet there's a lot of Rise of Skywalker figures in there because it's been Hell like yeah. a couple years. Yeah. So like Hell I'm saying, yeah. like, I, I bet there's, I bet there's whatever came out, which wasn't a lot, honestly. If you think about it now, no, it wasn't. No, no. but I mean, did, did did we even get did did the older Lando come out? No, I was so really? mad about that. Nope. I wanted Lando in, you know, when he's at the Exegol fight in the Falcon. Like, give me that figure. Yeah, I would have liked I, to I was, have the one on. Um, Pasana, Pasana. he's in that weird, yeah. wild ass outfit. Yeah, yep. I mean that was cool. There'd be like a crossbow with it and shit. Mm. I could get behind that, dude. That, but I, I mean, just, there's there's a lot a lot of characters mm. we don't have figures of. A lot that no. scene where the Muppet driver turns around. Okay, yeah. <laughs> God dang, dude. There was a scene where Bobby is uh making out with um this plastic head, Luann. Oh yeah, because he's just trying to oh. practice. His first kiss before and he it's goes creeping to his first everybody boy the fuck girl out. party, and Hank's like, "What'd you expect? You got him watching that Muppet show. They got frogs kissing pigs." <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, did anybody else get anything? I got shingles, the disease, or some- on your roof? <laughs> on my roof, okay. And I got roughed in. Plumbing. Have you had chicken pox in the past? And <laughs> my wife and I went to the plumber's recommended plumbing. Supply supply store and like she's gone into home depot and seen what you know faucets cost right and so we're going into a real plumbing store with you know high-end expensive like guts and internals you know it's all brass it's all high quality materials right so naturally the price of fixtures is double and she gets everything ordered and just for three days she's like i can't believe we're spending that much and tonight she says to me we're going to Home Depot. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Dude, you want to hear a funny story about about uh faucets and wholesale buying from the the, the plumbers like yeah, yeah. dealer, right, right? Or vendor. Our plumber sent us sent us to his dealer to and, and their showcase, whatever, um, to pick out like one of those nice faucets that like have the spray nozzle and they come down and like they're all, you know. Yeah, yeah. And anyways. And um, and when we got there, the lady at the store told us the wholesale price. So we thought we were getting like this super great fucking deal. 
right? And then and then whenever um, I talked to him, he was like, "That's that's not how much it costs." I'm like, "That's how much the lady told us it costs." And he was like, "Well, I think something's wrong because uh, it it should be at least double that." <laughs> so so basically, the cost of everything. We thought it would be like 500 bucks, you know, assembled, but put it put together and then it'd be an over a thousand. Like it was ridiculous. And uh, it wasn't a very happy conversation. But luckily, those are the same plumbers that came and did all that work here for us. Mm-hmm. And we tried to pay them like five different times and they never like gave us a bill. Oh, I remember you talking about <laughs> that. This. That was like three years ago. No, it was like a year ago. But it, it's it's never. They, I mean, they installed a dishwasher. They did a whole bunch of new plumbing lines. Like, did they go out of business? Of huh? Did they go out of business? No. That's a total billing snafu. That's big yeah. time mistake. Somebody- and we called them several times. <laughs> Please let us give you money. <laughs> Can we give you the money we owe you? Dude, <laughs> that's wild. Because after five tries, I'm like, I'm sorry. You obviously don't want us to pay you. Thanks what, for the work. <laughs> like, what's the statute of limitations on something like that? When they're like, oh, my God, we forgot to bill you for this. Uh, yeah. Two years later, I'm like, we're I'm, I'm like who bill. are you? It's like, yep, <laughs> this doesn't sound familiar to me. Well, no, it's no. like speaking of statues, statues of limitations. My wife and I were discussing this the other day because my mom's been stor- storing her motorcycle in our garage since we like moved here. Uh huh. I'm like, Lord. at what point is that just, just that? Ever, hang on. Your mom is storing her motorcycle in your garage. Yeah, that's pretty rad. You know what? The first thing I thought of was when uh-huh. Napoleon Dynamite's grandma goes out to the sand dunes oh, and yeah. goes off road and four wheeling. <laughs> Oh yeah, out there with their girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, there's there's something there's something attached to that motorcycle. But like I was I was wondering like how long does it sit in my house without being paid rent for, but it's just mine. <laughs> like, is there a certain point where like, <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of like your property I, on my land is now mine. So just a period of time. I don't know about Indiana, but in Utah, if you leave a car on someone else's property for ninety days or no, no not ninety days over a year. They can claim ownership of it and file for a title. <laughs> if you can prove yeah. that it's been there for a year. Yeah, but what's funny is this motorcycle, right? It's a it's a pretty decent Suzuki, right? But like she bought that thing when she was probably let's see, I was probably I was about 18. So she's probably like early 40s, right? So it was like right as like mid not not actually not quite midlife crisis but like almost getting there like you're like starting to feel like that your your elderliness or something how she would describe it and then so she's like she started dating this freaking trashy ass dude who was really into motorcycles and she's like i'm gonna get me a motorcycle and she drove it like three times oh wait no 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 i think she's i think she herself rode it once and the other time she rode that's when i was driving she rode on the back of it and she's had it for uh, so yeah, like yeah, all that almost twenty years, and it's been driven like five times. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I think you need to just keep it, dude. Just go get the service done on it and drive that bitch around town. Well, I've offered to give her money for it. She's like, no. If 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 something were to happen to you on a bike that I owned and then I I sold to you, it'd be my fault. It's my fault if you get hurt on it. I'm like whatever, mom. Whatever. <laughs> you know what you should do? What? Oh my god, dude! You <laughs> you. You should go out to the garage. Do you have security cameras at all in your house? Uh, of course, Eric. A whole bunch of them. Okay. So <laughs> here's what you do. Get any picture and then just Photoshop it to look like security. 
camera. Yeah. Lay the bike down on you in the garage, like it tipped over on you when you were walking yeah. past it, and yeah. send that to her. Thanks, mom. It'd just be real I'm cool. Be like, will this happen today? <laughs> I'm suing you for the cost of this bike. Remember when you said you didn't want this to hurt me? <laughs> Look what happened. Your little boy damaged forever because of you and your bike. Ugh. But yet, um, would you get anything else, Eric? I'm just curious. No, it no. was me. Oh, Dallas, Dallas. Well, We're all I, over the place. I, I did get something that I didn't want. <laughs> On Saturday, we got all the wildfire smoke from all over the western U.S., and uh, I was downtown picking up some parts, and I couldn't see skyscrapers from a block away. It was insane. I thought I was in the apocalypse. Wow. Remember that scene in Blade Runner? You know, when they're going through the town, and it's all orange and shit? Like, you yeah. can't even see through this. That's what it felt like in downtown Salt Lake City two days ago. And just three hours ago is the first time I could see, notice, noticeably see the mountains for the first time. Because we're right up against these huge mountain, Rocky Mountain range. Yeah. And if you can't see them a mile away, that's fucked up, frankly. And so what is it? Just because the pressure's dropping and the smog can't get over the mountains? Is that what's exactly. happening? Exactly. We get, we get an inversion in the winter from our own pollution every yeah. year when the cold front holds it down on top. But what they said caused this is there was a tropical front that came in from the Pacific Ocean that pushed all the smoke over the Rockies. And then the Rockies kind of just trapped it. That pressure and the Rockies yeah. just kind of trapped it over us for a day and a half. Mm. Two days. Thanks, but Rockies. Yeah. Oh, dude, and I was reading this article that whatever the world, you know, that monitors pollution, whatever that agency is, they're like, yeah, Utah has the world's worst uh, pollution problem right now. Like, hands above Beijing and all those other places. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah, I believe we're wearing masks not because of the virus. Like, people who don't wear masks were wearing masks because of the smoke. <laughs> it Finally, was wild, That's dude. what it is. It's it was what it wild. Is. It's a government conspiracy. Those, the, those, those people in Salt Lake City are not using their masks. They will today. <laughs> right? I had a guy sort of go down that line as a joke that I was uh, – overheard at the i was having dinner at this place and you know we're all you just overhear people talking and the guy's like yeah it's a conspiracy to get us to wear masks now <laughs> they're pushing that smoke all in here this is funny i mean they'll, anyway. they'll use anything you know what i mean anyway what'd you get um i actually got something uh that is useful and it, it's something that you uh really realize how much you need until you get it and that is a new desk chair <laughs> nice <laughs> i just i just got today my 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 boy and i put it together together he was very he's very into very into it he really liked doing it um but well, he's seven now yeah he just turned dude seven. that's the age where they want to help you build everything and you know, oh he's they, been wanting to build for three or four years oh yeah that doesn't go away that's the best part is they they get if you can make it fun for them they'll continue to help you do stuff yeah but what's cool about this is like it's like the armrests are really adjustable. Like they go like in and out, up and down, back and forth. Sorry. Um I'm yeah, not editing nice. that out. I don't dick. give a shit. I don't care. Now the show sucks thanks to you. <laughs> you want that? Okay, so <laughs> the, God, the armrests so are, are like they they go up to till they're, they're level with my desk. So like, there's no like weird inversion. It's very cool, but yeah, nice. that's my. 
I, I told my wife, I said, go down and look at the awesome chair. She's like, what? I'm like, go look at my desk chair. It's awesome. She's like, okay. And she, and she, came, she came back up. She's like, ooh, great desk chair. <laughs> like, you, <fuck> right? <laughs> like, why can't wives be excited about anything small? Like, they always do that well, shit. I mean, us. they have to, well, they have to fake it so much for us on the regular that being be happy with something <laughs> small. But, <laughs> that, uh, you gotta, like, you gotta, you, you gotta let these ones go. Like I'll come over with like some TikTok that's really funny or really exciting. I'll show it to you. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, that's what I got. That's it. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. Well, before we talk about the Bad Batch, I do want to talk about something else. Uh, actually, before we talk about Star Wars in general, dudes, I have got so many games that I want to play right now. Uh, I started playing Yakuza 0 uh, thanks to recommendations from Stephen Hawes on the High Potion podcast. It's really cool. I finished Chapter 1 and haven't been able to get back to it just because I've been so busy. And I also treat Red Dead Online like it's a job, like I have to grind out the achievements every day just to make sure that I get them, <laughs> which is stupid, admittedly. But I And you're starting Story Mode again. And I started Story us. Mode again today. But, you know, I thought about streaming that whole thing from beginning to end. Do it. But... I don't want to have to talk through it because some parts of the story are so good that like just being immersed in it is what oh, makes yeah. it great. You know what yeah. I'm saying? No, I think I can totally see that ruining it. So, I mean, obviously I wouldn't talk during the dialogue except to like make fun of some of the stuff they say, but some of it, man, I just want to sit there and revel in it. Maybe I'll start over again and just do it. But anyhow, yeah. So that's a that thing. would be that. Would, I mean, that sounds like fun, but I'd also be be tricky unless you got people really into like your journey. You know what I mean? Like because like that's a long journey. One and uh, two. Yeah. Like if you don't like if you get people started and you don't do it for everything you do, it might be like well, I missed something. What happened here? If they're actually into it, you know? Yeah. That's but true. Like, and, and, and you're going to have to talk. You have no choice. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's, and so that's why I didn't do it because I don't want to. I don't want to have to talk all the way through it yeah. because sometimes just sitting there taking that—that that is an amazing game, an amazing story. The amount of bang for the buck on that game that I have gotten is unreal. Oh, it's record and, level for me, and it will probably never ever be topped as far as the amount I've played a single game. But anyhow. Uh, you guys playing anything cool? What about you, Cruiser? Um, I've been playing, and I talked to Dallas about it the other week, um, but I've been playing uh, this this game called Splitgate, which is like a mixture of Halo and uh, and the game Portal. Have you ever, ever heard of Portal? Remember that game? Uh-huh. Where like, you had two portals in and out, and you do different challenges and whatnot. So basically what they've done is they integrated a, a first-person shooter, but you have the ability to use portals. So, like, you'll be on, like, a... Have you ever played a Halo multiplayer map? No, sir. Okay. Well, imagine lots of, lot, lots of like, obstacles and whatever and turns or whatever. And there's these little pads all over the place that are able... Where you can put a portal. And so you can look through the portal on the other side and shoot someone on the other side of the map. If you can get the portal on the other thing, whatever. You can also do crazy physics things where you can jump off a high ledge, put a portal on there, and put, like, and put the other portal facing up and like launch yourself extremely high into the air and like come down on people and crazy and like it's it's really really fun and it's still a beta but the coolest thing about it is that it was a company ran by four people that made the game and they um it had released two years ago on uh pc 
and then and, and recently they added console and crossplay and people were getting really sick of of the big games like Warzone and stuff there's a lot of hackers and stuff going on people are sick of it they want a different game and uh all of a sudden they went from like 600 like typical people on their server to like 300,000 people on their oh, server oh wow so like there was lots of things but like investors like came in immediately so here's 10 million dollars like pump this bitch up and like so they they've extended like massive servers and everything else already and like now they're able to hold like hundreds of thousands of people within a couple of weeks they've they've set that up that's cool and like it's crazy but it, it's a really fun game and like if it kind of feels like an intermediary for the new Halo coming out, uh-huh. <laughs> Halo Infinite, like just to just to get, get just to get people back into that play style, that float and shoot and hmm. whatever, yeah. and and uh, because that's how, that's how everybody says like, oh man, this is gonna be a good 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 game to play until the new Halo comes out. I was like, oh man, poor Splitgate, um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. So are you? Did you jump? Back? You're still uh, grinding story mode in Red Dead Dallas. Yeah, I. I'm almost to that last camp where you spend a ton of time. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and this is my second time through, but I, I talking to you before the show, I was trying to figure out how to get my <clears throat> honor down. And that was a great suggestion to wave to everybody in San Denis. So, Oh yeah. That's the plan. That's like the, literally the first thing I'm going to do is go do that. Then start that mission. Like I'm probably halfway through all the missions in San Denis. We're, we're pretty close to moving uh-huh. at this point. So, so, and I need to do – I'm not going to do any of those side missions, you know, like the photography bullshit or anything like that. But I I have not started on this trip through uh, on the legendary animals. I haven't uh-huh. tried to get any of them. Other than I think you have to get the grizzly bear for the story. I think yeah. I did get him in that. Yeah. So I did that mission. Oh, no. I think you do that mission once you move from where I'm at now. I can't remember. Dude – that story is so good, but like the whole idea going back to story after uh, online is weird because there's just things that you don't have and can't do. But also, I went from being in story mode at the end of the game once you're John yeah. Marston and I've got twenty thousand dollars and it, it, yeah. there's no more challenges yeah. left to having nothing and low health and no bullets and everything else, but. <laughs> The uh, the the whole thing of like being able to say hi to people and having better dialogue because in Red Dead Online you don't have any of that. And by the way, we're talking about Red Dead Redemption Two, people. Uh, Red Dead Redemption One is great. It's still a good game, but uh, it's nothing nothing like two. It's it's breathtaking. It's so good, and our the voice acting is top shelf. It's oh yeah, it's amazing. But um, something I forgot to mention, and this is really cool, and I know we've talked about this a little bit, but I. This is something Amazon just launched a, a service based around this, and it's streaming gaming where everything is taking place on a server on their end, and you've got a controller synced to your tablet or your computer or whatever, and you're playing. Well, um, Xbox released or launched this, Microsoft did for Game Pass Ultimate. So, uh, uh, Xbox Live Ultimate, I think is what it's called, which includes Game Pass. Where it's in beta still, but you it's, you play uh, Game Pass games, so it's not relying on your console to do anything. It's completely 
on them if you about have it. time. Yeah, and you log in. So check this out. It, now, for high speed shooters, it would be a nightmare, but it's completely usable. So we had this thing going on at work this past week where it was like a um, simulcast conference. And I had to sit in the video room the whole time and just do like monitor it, make sure everything was uh-huh. going okay. And so like at lunch and stuff, I, I brought one of my uh, Series X controllers, synced it up and played Red Dead and was able to get like knock out some of the dailies. You know, I tried a couple of things and it would like glitch out and suddenly my moonshine wagon is off the road busting bottles. But it's pretty cool, man. And as bandwidth gets better, you know, for stuff like that, you have to get your latency down to like sub 10 milliseconds, which is pretty fast. Like that's for audio, for example. I deal with a lot of digital audio in my job and you're, you will start to notice it after like about 20 milliseconds or more, you know, 50, you, anybody who says they can't notice the delay is either lying to you or deaf. But when it comes to high-speed precision shooters and stuff, that's just not going to work out. Like, I mean, are you playing on like your laptop or your phone? My laptop. Yeah, I I want to get one of those one of, the, one of those contraptions to hold the phone for you, like on like, like, like attached to the controller. Right. Yeah, I want I want because I I've played a couple of the games of the Game Pass games on there because um, they've because they've improved that considerably since the first app version that came out uh-huh like it's 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 smoother it works better and you could do it from the browser now yeah so which is was what you did but yeah. like so it's it's uh it's pretty cool thought process as soon as like 5g is everywhere like you're gonna see people on with having controllers on 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 buses and stuff yeah. like you know what i mean like it's just Having the little computer propped up on their, having their their phone propped up on their plane playing Xbox, Xbox. But yeah, there. If you, I, I noticed that a lot of the first person shooter games aren't available. At least the the ones with multiplayer and stuff aren't on. Uh, they aren't available to play on it. Oh, really? Probably, probably just for what you're saying. Like it just can't yeah. load all of that at once yet and maintain it. What's nice is it's cross platform. Anybody who yeah. subscribes to Game Pass on PC can also do this. So that's pretty Mac too. pretty rad. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying though, but like it's not so it's not just at console players that can yeah. do this. You know what I mean? Um which is pretty cool. So uh PC players can still do this and so now you can play games that aren't cross platform from PC to to Xbox. You can play it cross platform yeah. now in this, which who cares? I don't have any friends, so it doesn't matter. But it is pretty neat. But when you think about the implications of that for basically any other thing, not just video games, but um, like video chats and all of that, because, you know, there's an amount of latency involved in this that sometimes is pretty noticeable. But Mm. when you're talking about things like that, it's the things are limitless. And so then you can get into like um, completely almost like real time musicians playing with each other mm-hmm. that sort of thing because there's been platforms that have tried that and people are like oh my gosh they've accomplished it but they haven't really what they do is they come up with like a like a 
12 bar blues cycle, right? They figure out who's got the slowest uh, internet connection. And then they basically, they take this 12 bars and loop it so everybody can play along together. But some people are like on the last 12 bars. You just mm-hmm. can't tell. They time it out so that it works out. But you're really just looping a thing that's not actually happening 100% in real time for everybody. It seems real to them, but it's not real. I, there's, there's, there's so there's, you think about the companies that really like paved the way for this streaming world we're in. Like you have to like really look at Netflix and say thanks. Yeah, <laughs> you know right, I mean? right. Like, 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 I mean, think about think about what they were like a, a complete transformation of a company. You know what I mean? And like, and now, and and think of all the different algorithms they've gone through to figure mm-hmm. out compression and everything else needed to k- maintain a high enough quality for you not to notice that when it goes from 1080 to 4K, you're not like or for 4K to 1080. You're like, what? You know, like it just makes it like flow. Right. It's uh um, but now the idea with gaming is just it's crazy. It's it, especially if it becomes something where it could even handle multiplayer play, like. First person shooters, you know what I mean? Because because ping's already big a big deal as it is. So but anyways. I think we'll be there in the next five years. They're they're gonna they're gonna need uh Elon Musk to get those satellites in orbit. <laughs> for, for, I'm telling you, for five G shit like that, you won't play anywhere, everywhere all the time, you're gonna need a freaking radar dish <laughs> net around here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just true. Just how, how else would it work? Well, so um, moving on to, yeah, like, let's talk a little Star Wars here. Uh, a little sad news. Uh, J.W. Rensler passed away. And oh, yeah. uh, he, it, honestly, man, to me, didn't, <laughs> didn't seem old at all. He was in his upper 50s and... I could hit that with a rock, man. Yeah. And so he's the guy behind the making of Star Wars, the book. And um, he did some stuff like that for Indiana Jones and all of those things. And uh, what a deal. You know, that's that's a bummer. But uh, he Mm. contributed a lot. And, uh, you know, hopefully his family is... Who's doing okay through this, man? That sort of thing is never easy. So, cheers to him. So, um, it's really kind of hard to segue out of that bad news. But um, so, just jumping ahead to another thing, they announced pricing for the Galactic Star Cruiser, the Disney, the Star Wars hotel thing, right? And I'll just cut to the chase. Essentially, for a family of four, two adults, two kids, it's two nights, by the way. Two nights. 48 hours. Yeah. It is (laughs) six grand for a family of four for 48 hours of immersive living in Star Wars. Now, that is out of... That's just not going to happen for me. It's just not... I'm looking at it this way. Down payment for a brand new diesel truck or two nights at a Star Wars hotel <laughs> that your kid's probably going to make it horrible. Yeah. Well, that is something, too, man, that it would, everything better be great. 
I better, you better act your best and enjoy every second of the shit. Yeah. No, I mean the thing at the the hotel experience better be unfucking real. Like right? you know what I mean? Like it, and you know it's not gonna be. You know you're gonna see all the cracks in the. You know what I mean? Like in the just, cracks in the facade. Yeah, yeah. It's and it, so like I I, I want to believe, but at the same time, like I like I look at the hotel rooms they have, and I'm like, man. Living in space is cool, but like I would prefer a different style of bed. If yeah. I'm honest, you know what I mean. <laughs> well, and the thing is, it does include like a trip to Galaxy's Edge in the middle of the one the the one full day that you're there, and uh, you know there's like lightsaber training class and all this stuff, and they keep you busy, busy, busy. But you're also not allowed to go outside of park anywhere else while you're in this 48 hour period, right? right. Like but, you have to completely, completely immerse. Like you don't even travel right. through the park to go to the Star Wars park. They like put you on this van or something that, with like that you're going takes to you right in. Yeah, yeah, takes you right in, and um, yeah. that's pretty wild. You eat there too. Now that includes yeah. your meals. Yeah, it, but but still, man, six large yeah. now to be for six conf- grand. Yoda should be following you around everywhere. <laughs> That's right. He should be carrying me with the force, right? Uh, so, t- to be completely honest, though, if I had the money, I would for sure do it. Oh hell oh, yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! If I had stupid, if if I had fuck you money, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, give me the best package. Now, there yes. is, I think there are some. <laughs> How much for a month? Like more expensive <laughs> rooms. Oh, that's the base level? Yeah, that's like yeah. your standard oh, cabin. Fuck. Now, the one thing I wasn't 100% clear on, nah, never mind. They would never do that. So, is, uh, how much is Sheev's Pump Palace? <laughs> I didn't know if it would be one of those things where it's like, oh, the rooms are going to be at capacity. You better bring enough people to fill up your own room or you're going to be bunking with complete strangers. Oh, no shit. Because, dude, when I went to uh, a parent-child space camp with my ex-wife's kid, Uh which was admittedly pretty neat, um, you slept in like this dorm style room with what? with three other uh fathers and sons so yeah. like summer camp but with your parent yes precisely we were in bunks and i was like yeah <laughs> and so but you know i'm at that age well of course then i wasn't at that age that was 15 years ago or something but like i had to intentionally dehydrate myself towards the end of the day so i wouldn't have to get up and pee in the middle of the night kind of thing you know what i mean because yeah. there wasn't a bathroom in there you had to get up find your way through the dark and wake this everybody up yeah it's so yeah if it was like that i'd be like six grand you say uh <laughs> nah dog like, i'm gonna need to see lots of walkthroughs and reviews from even even thinking about anything ever I, like it just and i and like and like and like, and like you wonder how how good it's going to look in like eight years and like right know? right <laughs> uh so yeah that's pretty crazy man and you know it is completely immersive there's like no windows to the outside your windows i'm sure are just big tv screens and uh yeah here's what would happen though I already feel claustrophobic. You would. Well, I, dude, Disney's amazing at this stuff. They really know what they're doing. 
but but but, but, but as an but as an, an active but as an adult with an actively functioning brain, the whole time you'd be like, "We're in a closed space for two whole days." <laughs> you have to convince you. You have to decide to believe. Ah. You'll you know be distracted I mean? by the fact you spent six grand on it. Yeah, you got to put the Mickey ears on. Well, yeah, so here's the thing, too, though, is what would happen is you would take that, you'd pay it, you'd be having the time of your life, and then the next day you would run in to to a Luke Cruiser who wouldn't shut up about the fact that it's not real and that you can totally <laughs> tell. Yeah, And it'd be like, you're ruining yeah. this for me, negative yeah. Nancy. I, and I'd be like, and I'd be like, welcome. This, this is how I <laughs> it would be just like the Debbie Downer sketches on yes. Saturday. Like, dude, I've never made any misjudgments about who I am as a person. I will bum your shit out. Let's go. It's true. It's true. Just <laughs> the joy killer, joy yeah. killer base. That's yeah. Cruiser's yeah. basement. Joy there. killer base. <laughs> I need to get a neon sign made that says that back there. It used Can we to make be a jo- shirt for T-Pev like that says Joy Killer it used to Joy be, Killer Base? It's just like the actual Star Killer Base. It used to be Ilum, this sacred place. Cruiser's basement used to be this place full of joy and laughter. Now it's just like Buzzkill Central. Um, you know what? You lose all the joy when you get the ghost out of the wood paneling. That's what happens. <laughs> That's why I'm keeping this wood paneling forever Man, down here. I do miss all your toys on the walls. That wood paneling is kind of sad. Dude, <laughs> my my actual I thought, office. I figure some kind of weird office from 1975. My actual office is through this wall over here. And whenever, but we're waiting on carpet to be installed. So I wasn't about to go set up in there oh, and no, do all that. All. So, but yeah, I've, my shelves will be up. I'll have different, you know, a better looking display in there too. But, um, so anyhow, anyhow, <laughs> yeah, six grand, dude. There's just, there's just no way. No. But now here's some news that it's kind of funny. When we recorded the Sith list last week, I mentioned, that, yeah, it's there's still been no official word on whether or not Bad Batch is going to be up for a second season. Boom, next day. Guess yeah, what, everybody? Right. <laughs> Bad Batch has been picked up for a second season, blah, blah. So the real question is this. Given the fact that we have one episode left and it's the, you know, the season finale and it's this big thing and Hunter has been captured and Crosshair is off the deep end and ends up Kylo Ren in the whole situation and Darth Vader in it up. It's like, look, I'm going to give you a chance. Let's, let's just take this whole thing over. Let's make our own empire. Screw these people, which I did not (laughs) see that coming. I didn't either. What a twist. And I've seen people bitching about how it's the whole crosshair story thread now is all convoluted. It makes sense to me, you know, with the, just the nature of himself. But do you think that they're going to cliffhang us off of this season finale into the next season? Or do you think we'll have it wrapped up in a package that we can do something with and at least live through it? So, so Eric, I want to get this clear. You're under the impression that Crosshair is just a dick bag and has been a dick bag. He, did, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't need the chip. The chip. Is that well, what you're saying? Well, that's what he's saying. Yeah, I know. I know. I I just wondered if if you believe that or that's some kind of manipulation that they put into this chip. I suspect that's what it is, but I think that what's happening with him wanting to, to basically take over and 
make his own empire, take the empire down from the inside. And, you know, we're the elite, man. We're better than this. Let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he, it, like, they, they talked about modifying his behavior further in the cloning yeah. lab. So maybe he thinks they took the thing out, but what they really did was put a stronger one in or whatever. Yeah. Or just changed it. But did he, is what he's doing with it throwing off their plans? Like, oh crap, we didn't expect this to happen. You know what That's I mean? What we don't know. One of those things. Now, here's a question. You know, the whole deal where he announces that he's had it out for a long time, a long time ago. This yeah. is who I am. Uh, that was something, but I have a question and I meant to go back and watch this to hear exactly what she said. Okay. But Omega, they're in that cloning lab that she knew about and she tells them, this is where you were made. And this is where I was made right here in this room. And she says, you were taken from here and sent to like, get your training and all that. I rem- she says I was there. Yeah. So let me ask you. Their growth accelerated and she is not. Yeah. But the way she said it made me think that she remembers it well. However, like they she made them. Well, they don't remember her. No. She's she's new to them. Is she growth decelerated to the point where she was actually not much older or not much younger comparatively, you know what I mean? Developmentally, not much younger than she is now when they were cast and sent, sent away. I really had a hard time deciding what she meant by that. When she says I was there, what did you think about that? They've said she's like Boba Fett. She's unaltered. Right. But so I I would say timeline wise, it's their growth accelerated. So they're ready, fully ready. What five years is what I think less. I think it's less than that. Yeah. I think it's. But but what I'm saying is 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 when we, we don't know when it. Has it been established when the bad bad batch was created? No, or, or at least not like, that I'm aware. No, they have not. So that's what I'm. That's the point I was getting to. It's not unrealistic to think that this was three years ago. So yeah. she was ten, and now she's thirteen, or however old she is. Maybe now. they're maybe they're the result of 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 the uh, the the cloners trying to um, speed up the process. You know it could I mean? be it too, and like, they're like, also like, like they're trying to hold their place with the. They, you know, they know they they want to keep making orders. Yeah, you know, so they're trying to make they're trying to even change it up, and then you know they've mentioned the D- DNA being low too. I so, wonder if they are born of her. You know what I mean? Like, like from her DNA, like her a, her particular, like her like her particular brand. You know what I mean? So, okay, so this is what I thought because I almost threw this out there. I It was my understanding that it took 10 years from the birth of a clone or whatever you want to call it to them being full grown. 10 years. And if that's the case, where was she in all this? Like, so it's saying 10 years in that book? Um, I just looked it up on Wikipedia. 
but but I seem to recall that number being tossed around. So having said all that, she when she, my question is this: when she says I was there, does she remember them being taken away? Does she does she remember that? Was she older than them? Because if it took 10 years for them to reach full growth, right? And then they've been the Bad Batch for several years. They're not, like, new at this. They've been around doing their thing for at least, let's say at this point, at least four years. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Something along those lines. Or three. Yeah. So let's say they're, they've been alive for 13 to 14 years. You with me? Yeah. Omega appears to be 10 or 11. She appears to be pretty young. So was she around to remember them being taken away where she was old enough to remember it, but they weren't? Because they don't remember her. What if she was um, born and then modified to age to a certain age like what she is now and then just stays that age for like but like her body would still like like maybe there was a reason why they wanted her to be that way but i i don't know like it it i was just reading now they say they're saying that the, the members of the bad batch could be as young as three years past their birth date so like we, we don't know for sure but they but they could be like what what dallas was saying like as little as three years old so I, I'm like Eric, but I seem to remember it being five, like the Kaminoans K- or whatever. Kaminoans, how you say Kaminoans? They they're like in Attack of the Clones. They send something along like this first group took ten years, but now we're getting to five years growth acceleration or something like that. Like I feel I, like they said that in the movie. I don't know. They made they made they had an awful quite a few clones for ten years after the Phantom Menace. So I mean. I mean I think 12's probably her age. She seems 12 to me, having a 12-year-old myself. Maybe. But it I she obviously I mean they 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 put it out there that she remembers seeing them go. So, I mean, she obviously well, I, knows all about them. And like you were saying, I think maybe the most situational evidence for this is probably the along the lines that they were growth accelerated and that was part of the reason they came out the way they came and then they enhanced that those special abilities they ended up with i'm because how, how would they know they had special abilities if they were small clones at any point I, I i'm i'm really starting to think that they are from her genetic line for some reason you keep if you keep throwing back to like whenever they first took her i mean they rescued her and it went along the way she kept repeating everything they were doing she seemed to have some of their abilities yeah and stuff like that like yeah like maybe maybe i mean i mean for one she's a girl so there's so, something has changed in their process so like there there's something that they've done to modify it that they thought they could get a probably a newer stronger genetic clone to go from that's what i think that's what it feels like it feels like she's part of that in some way or another she knows them so i mean like it it's they 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 said it but how like like i i hope they explain it next time i i really think that they're gonna end up being like crosshair 
was program he was programmed to say all those things. That's not really how he was. Oh, yeah. And then, um, and then maybe right, and then they right at the end, like we said a couple weeks ago, I, or last week, I can't remember it was that he'll probably die saying he was sorry. Like the last word he says, he's sorry. Yeah, something crazy like that. But at the same time, now that there's a season two, because I was saying that under the impression this was it. Yeah. Like we weren't getting any more of this show. So now that we're getting more of the show, it's starting to seem like Crosshair is going to come along with them, back to with them somehow. I think it would lose the emotional weight we've built if you don't lose one of them. Well, he's got to go then. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, it was a good episode. Um, the the fact that she knew about the platform and the tunnels and stuff like that was cool too. You know, in, in the, I mean, so you're really led to believe she has definitely seen them before they, and they don't remember her mm-hmm. like, cause she just had all this stuff down pack and uh, it was, it was cool to see them fight the droids in the training arena. That was neat. And those mm-hmm. were those same droids that Thrawn fights in rebels. They looked a lot was like it? those. Yeah, oh, they looked a lot like those. I mean, I'm going to have to go back and look at that Rebels episode and then go back to the Bad Batch, but I'm under the strong impression that's the same droid that Thrawn was fighting on his Star Destroyer. Well, it's real similar. Like, the whole idea behind him is the same, too. You know yeah. what I mean? As far as, like, like training-wise. But... So that was cool how handily they fell in to sync with each other with Crosshair yeah. fighting those droids also. But uh, I did think it was cool that he's pissed off at them. They they hurt his feelings. You left yeah. me behind. But he's also mad because they betrayed everything that they were supposed to stand for in his eyes by letting, yeah. letting uh, um, what was his real name? Uh, Caleb Doom, letting him go. Because I, I mean, we we know it's Canaan, but you know what I'm saying. To them, he was Caleb Doom, letting him flee, and the whole bit. He's also like hurt over that, but Hunter deciding that they're taking him with them to save him. I thought that was pretty cool. Now, what's going to happen to him in the meanwhile? Will he still just be this rotten bastard who's like, nope, I'm going to kill you the first chance I get, idiots? Or is he going to have a change of heart? I wonder if he's got a tracking beacon like installed at him somewhere, you know, just 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 in case something like this happened. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed that they didn't give us a little more information as to what's happening to the regular clones. Like they kind of said, "Yeah, we took them off world," and it's like, "Well, where the fuck did you take them?" Yeah, yeah. Like, that's- what happened to him? Like I. Well, it's, it's, you know, that's something that this series should really answer because it's been one of those questions, you know, because we went to TK Troopers. They're kind of showing a little bit of it, but I wonder if they're really going to hit us over the head with it in the next episode. Well, it's just like when, you know, people are like, take their dogs out to the country and let them go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is the crappiest, most spineless way to handle a pet. And yeah. you, mm-hmm. you're terrible if you've done that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. That's just yep. the worst. There are yeah. so many other options. But uh, how do you think they're going to get off of Camino now? I mean, those Star Destroyers are up there going, you know, full tilt as far as let's destroy this place. The uh, ship got blown up. Their landing pad did. What are they going to do? 
or did the landing pad get blown up or was it just it was just the tube thing just the yeah. transit thing yeah their access to it so what's going to happen how are they going to get out is this where rex comes back into the picture with whoever he was running after when they you know he sent him the hollow and ran off holding his gun how do what, what's going to happen any any guesses any predictions any hopes dreams otherwise I feel like Gregor and Rex, like Rex is going to go pick up Gregor from Sid and then bring along the other dude that was on the walker with him. Wolf. Rebels. Wolf. Yeah. I think we'll have a wolf sighting. Yeah. Because if you're going to bring back all these clones, dude, just, you know, bring them back. Bring them back, baby. We know it's only those three that are still around. (laughs) Exactly. So it's totally makes sense that we see Wolf at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Now, which and then one? that will also explain how they ended up there on that walker, too. Yeah. Now, which one of them was the one that turned in uh, the rebels when they showed up? I think it the, was Gregor. I think it was. Yeah, where he, you know, and then he's like, my bad, sorry. I don't remember. I can't, it might have been, well, I can't remember, man. That's been a while since I've seen that episode. Yeah. So, I'm... Yeah, I, I got to admit, I was completely surprised by like Crosshair's uh, plan, but in his monologue that he he pitched, I was I did not see that coming at all. No, I didn't either. That's why I feel like it's a trick. Yeah, yeah, same uh, here. It's just so hard because to even, say. Because even when he didn't agree with them, I think he still recognized them as brothers. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even if he was a weirdo, you know what I mean. Like I think he, I think he, I think he saw them that way, and I, I don't think he would. And he even had his soldiers, good soldiers followed orders moment, didn't he? Like when it actually clicked over in his brain. Yeah, yeah, he did. So yeah. I mean, like it, it's somebody's fucking with him more because he. he I don't think he. I don't think he would have done it unless it was still the Republic. I think he would. I think he understood what's happening with the Empire. And then he and then his chip fucked up on him, so I don't know. I I wonder if it got damaged with that burn he got from that star destroyer in that episode when they were on the junk planet. That's a good question because that side of his head is pretty crispy. The thing is, though, did he in that first episode where he's like, "Good soldiers follow orders," was yeah. was that just a reaction to his true belief that? This is what we're supposed to do. We're being told by the leader of the Republic that this is what we're ordered to do. The Jedi have betrayed the Republic. We are here to serve the Republic and stop this. Or was that uh, part of the influence of the chip on him? But but no. But regardless, we do know that he had it because whenever they had him when the new empire had him on Camino and had him under that thing, they did say that they were like pushing it further and test doing testing on him. So he had, yeah, that, they were chip enhancing in his, him. Yeah, he had they, that chip in his head then. Yeah. And they're, and they're, and they're, and they're not just going to take it out. Let them, let them take it out. Like they, yeah. they, they would know that this happened and they wouldn't have let him take it out. Right. So right. That's how they commitment. That's how they make him as a little, little, you know, servant. You know what I mean? But yeah, there's there's nothing really else out there, man. Like there's some pitter patter of a couple 
Obi-Wan scraps and, and Cassian scraps, but nothing worth really talking about. I saw I what I don't I don't know if it was an official announcement, but it was talking about somebody else who had been cast in Andor, yeah. and um, that didn't re- like their name didn't immediately stick out to me. But you know, I saw that post and I didn't I didn't I thought the same thing. I'm like, who is this? How next is this year, next year is going to be bonkers for Star Wars. Yeah, it's just going to be chock full. Uh, and and also of everything else we like too, yeah. I uh, I mean, hell, the rest of this year. I mean, there's a, there's yeah. still a bunch of Marvel coming out this year, and then oh man, we got and Top Boba Gun Fett, Maverick, it, it, Top Gun Maverick too, and then Boba Fett at the end of the year. So, and we yeah. got the and we have the the anime coming as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm excited I mean, for that. That that's, that's, that's that's what October. Yeah, um, I think it's September. I think it's the end of September. I feel like September twenty second or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like the, the second half of this. The, the book month. comes out in October. Yeah, and the right. Fett's October. I thought it was December. No, the book for oh, the book for the art. Okay, yeah, not the book yeah, of no, Boba no, Fett. No, no, the, no, the, the the novel that goes, that goes along with the visions. Right, that's what it's called. Star Wars visions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. I think I think that's I think that's what it is. that comes October and September twenty second. Look at me, I remembered. Look something. at you, you look at it. you. Good job, me. My knees Good hurt job. all the time, and uh, my back hurts. But by God, I remembered a date. So there you go. You know what, Eric? <laughs> Enjoy yourself another sparkling water on me. Okay. <laughs> have a sparkling water on me. Celebrate. Don't you have some 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 flavored sparkled water? I probably do. Yeah. I, I thought I thought I thought, I thought that's what you're always drinking. Oh no! Right now I'm drinking regular water with like that squirt in water flavor. Oh mio, I, yeah. I, I get the caffeinated one from Target. Oh nice, mm, uh, chock full uh, of caffeine. Mm, sweet, sweet caffeine. I got a You'll little never bit be too, as much as a little bit too much in that one. So it was like, but still good. You, you may think you're in the caffeine, but you're not in the caffeine until you're like our buddy AB with a literal dry package of caffeine on. <laughs> oh, dude, I tried some of that whenever I was with him. Yeah. Like, you have to snort it, right? That's how you take it in? Pretty hardcore. <laughs> I did right? not snort it. Yeah. Did he get his Coke nail out? And- <laughs> Here you go. Well, here's a bump. <laughs> Ugh. Pure uh, caffeine. So that would burn so bad. Oh, dude, I wouldn't want to think oh, about dude. that. R.I.P. Your nasal cavity. Uh, <laughs> now, so you guys both watched Suicide Squad too, yeah? Oh yeah. I have not seen it yet. Uh, you can talk about it as you will. I would say that maybe you don't go full tilt spoilers just for the listeners who haven't managed to see it yet. But that's up to you. I feel like you just give your overall impression of it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I if, if there's something you want to talk about, you can. But like, I don't know. I kind of want to hear see want to hear see Eric's reaction to it too. Yeah, I do too. But uh, I'll just say this: I really enjoyed it. Um, it definitely watching it, like getting like three quarters of the way through it, having been disappointed by several DC movies in my lifetime. It was like, oh, they're letting their directors do that what they do best and James Gunn was doing what he did best and I loved like the little touches there was like segues between the scenes and they would like write things out in the scene and that was really neat and the and there's a scene with John Cena and Idris Elba when they're going through this 
it's like they're having a, a killing contest to see who can kill somebody like the most unique it was way. a dick it was a dick measuring contest oh it was. it was fantastic and then the ending of that whole scene you you do not expect what comes next yeah, yeah. like they set it up i mean there's so many tropes that they just shatter in this movie yeah they had they had no problem reminding you that there's a reason why these guys are bad guys and they, yeah. they're, they had no problem sh- showcasing that. Whereas, like the last time, the movie they they kind of became all these like kind hearted, like all of a sudden, like we all have souls, and like it's just not that's not the kind of people that go to that, those prisons. Um, but like, I mean, they 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 got them out because they didn't care if they died, right? But they but they had good abilities. I, like, I would say if they continue this series on, this is really their Deadpool. This is the DC Deadpool because. Oh. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. It's like it's like a it's like a group DC Deadpool level of violence and wackiness at times. Like even though it's really gonna be hard to t- tackle the wackiness that is Deadpool. Like that's oh yeah, it's not Deadpool uh, completely, but it's in the vein. They've taken yeah. what Deadpool has done and made something fantastically fun, but different in its own unique way. And also, Eric, incredibly violent. With the violence is is very excellent, as you would say, um, or excellent, as you would say, not very so, good. That, because because that's, that's 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 doubling it up. Um, anyways, um, it's it, I think you would like it quite a bit. You definitely cannot watch around your kids, obviously, which is making it even worse for you. Um, not until they're um, teenagers. Um, Margot Robbie is unbelievable in this movie. Unbelievable. How and, nice is it that Birds of Prey fit in between those? Even though they they're they're still acknowledging that old movie, yeah. But they're just ignore. They're not talking about anything that happened in it. But yeah. but they definitely connected her to Birds of Prey with her care. It was more her Birds of Prey character. In this oh film. yeah, definitely a much more li- liberated Harley Quinn. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, she was great. Um, and yeah, all, all the cast was really really good. Surprisingly, and I, it kept me entertained. Uh. Sylvester Stallone as King Shark is just unreal. I didn't know that going in. I literally have been so busy. I knew nothing about – I didn't even know he was doing anything in it. And then when I read the credit at the end, I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) And, man, the the CGI on him is so good. Like, it's crazy how good it is. You really really believe there's a a human shark walking around. (laughs) You're like, what the fuck is this? And uh, and he behaves how a shark would react, you know, you know. Uh, but it's crazy. It's, it's it's really good. If you if for some reason you're holding out seeing it, don't do that. It's definitely good. And I would say, I I tweeted out originally that I deleted it because I was too snarky. Because I was like I was like I really enjoyed uh, uh, the 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 su- the suicide guardians of the galaxy or something like that, like the <laughs> squad. Because it definitely had it, it just it's. But I really want to say you could just tell that this was a James Gunn movie. Oh, Not yeah. to mention there was so many people from Guardians of the Galaxy in this movie. Like it's just like, come on, bro. Like, well, <laughs> I'll get. I'll give him this. There was, was some. It, people, it was very Adam Sandler esque, but in that way, <laughs> there was some. There was some castings that I was surprised the outcome of the casting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Without you know, without saying anything too much, but at the same time, I liked how he didn't follow his music formula like he does in Guardians. I like that that's exclusive to. Guardians. It was still very good though. Very, oh, the, no, very, no, very music, good music selection. But it wasn't yeah. driving like when he writes a Guardians film, he has said, 
I pick the music out and then write the movie based on the music and then fit it all together. Well, such a so, big, it's such a big part of Peter Quill. I mean, exactly. And so I'm glad they didn't do that because that would have taken away from that portion of the Guardians. Yeah, yeah. He just picked good music for a movie. Is what he did. Yeah, exactly. I love it when in Guardians where he gets that zoom and he's like, "This is an excellent rectangle." <laughs> oh wait, that wasn't him. That was Ron. That was Park Recreation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is an excellent rectangle. But he he gets this in later. You get how many songs on this? It was like a thousand songs or something. Oh yeah, he was blown away. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> what could you get on a tape? Like eight on a side? Uh, well, it depends, man. They run about thirty minutes on each side. I mean, they got up to uh, like forty-five minutes on each side, but um, yeah, so you could get a bunch of songs on each side. Yeah. So. Uh, speaking of, because what I that made me think of is whenever you know he got that and Guardians is based around the musical. Now he's got this Zune and it's got all these songs on it. Uh, that just means there could be you know forty sequels. But uh, the dudes from South Park, man, signed a huge deal with Paramount for I can't remember how many more seasons of South like Park, five or six, right? And then fourteen six. movies. Yeah. Now, if that that's probably going to be like airs on Comedy Central, 90-minute-long South Park episodes. You know what I mean? Or two yeah. hours long. I doubt it'll be theatrical release. But what do I know? Well, I don't know anything. Well, they have done non-South Park movies, so maybe they want to go back to making movies again. Yeah. I don't... Obviously, they do. They 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 they, they want to do... But I just can't imagine this agreeing to do 14 movies. That's like that it's got to be like he's See, I didn't even TV think about stuff. the fact that they wouldn't all be South Park. Uh, because in my head, I thought it mentioned South Park, but it probably didn't. It probably mentioned seasons I, yeah, of South I, I Park. I thought they said 14 and, South Park movies. I could be wrong. But, but um, you know, because yeah, you had like the ima- Imagination like Land. It's dollar deal, probably. It's crazy. You had the Imagination Land episodes. Uh, I which those. was a, a, technically a movie cut into three episodes, much like the Clone Wars movie. Yeah, but uh, dude, anyhow, like the whole thing with Cartman trying to get Stan to suck his balls because he saw the leprechauns are real and they run like Cartman doesn't give a fuck about what's going on in his life in that show until he gets that picture of Kyle (laughs) sucking his balls. Dude, God, that has one of the best lines of all time (laughs) in it. And it's Jimmy Vollmer. Jimmy rules at the beginning when he's like, fuck me. It's a leprechaun. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me. Dude, I just uh, love that. Jimmy, were you masturbating? Jesus Christ, dad. (laughs) Anyhow. We're crips like you. (laughs) Uh, um, Oh, God. The episode where Cartman is bringing Butters over and giving him NyQuil first thing and then taking pictures of him. (laughs) And he's like, oh, oh man. My God. And he tells them, guys, I got the most hilarious picture in the world. It's going to make Butters look so gay. I put his penis in my mouth and took a picture. And they're like, that's not going to make Butters look gay. That's going to make you look gay. Wait, what now? Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> and um, then doesn't want somebody get a hold of it and he's got to go to school? He's convinced somebody has it. That's what it is. Yeah, and, But yeah. they don't. And he puts together this whole slideshow presentation. <sighs> here's Here's the... 9-11 tragedy. Also, here's me with a penis in my mouth and just keeps going on like he's trying to, <laughs> some social commentary. 
<laughs> and then his mom calls the school and they rush in. Uh, Eric, your mom was on the phone and she said, uh, do not uh, show the picture. I found it. It was under your bed. <laughs> oh, After he'd shown it. Dude, one of the best Mr. Mackey moments is from very early in the series and he got fired. Because he let the kids, he passed around some marijuana so they'd know what it looked and smelled like. And then the bag disappeared. And, of course, it turns out Mr. Garrison had it. But he gets fired and he goes out and he starts drinking yeah. and doing drugs. And he's walking home and he's singing Love is a Battlefield by Pat Benatar. Yeah. We are young, okay. Heartache to heartache. We stand, okay. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well guys listen I think that, I think with, That's it. with that done. I don't think we got much left but uh, I tell you man uh, check out patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators I just put an episode of Starless Family Secrets up that was um, something I've been wanting to talk about for a long time and hopefully Amanda won't listen to it and divorce me but uh, she <laughs> won't listen to it that's all there is to it and if she does I it, it was for reals it's just it's just it's the real thing. So anyway, um, you know, also check out Tee Public and Redbubble. There's some cool shirts on there, and now we're going to have to get one that for Cruiser. What was it that we said? It, oh, uh, <laughs> Joy Killer Base. Yes, Joy Killer Base <laughs> needs to be a shirt. There's several artists that listen to the show. If you want to send me uh, proofs, I will accept them. Yeah. Um, so uh, also check out HawsFlaws.com. Haas mentioned that, and listen, people. I'm put. This is way deep in the episode, and I'm just gonna say it. I messaged Haas and said, "You know, people are gonna start thinking that I hate you." He's like, "Nah, buddy, that's not gonna happen." Um, it's all in good fun. Uh, I mean, if one hillbilly can't poke fun at another, even more hillbilly hillbilly, who can? Right. You know. Um, well, here's anyhow. the thing about him. He one time talked on his show about how him and Jesse saw a shooting in a Burger King drive-thru right in front of their car. I oh mean, does that God, happen in Alton, Illinois? No. It could, but... Um, so you, what do you guys got going on on Patreon? Well, we are going to do... We got requested by the Aussies, specifically Turbo... So we gotta do we gotta do this, buddy. There, there's an additional documentary to the Chicago Bulls Last Dance from Netflix, where it's about the center at the time, who was from Australia, Luke Longley. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that when we were covering the Michael Jordan documentary or the Bulls documentary, I should say, we we brought up repeatedly how Luke Longley was not in the documentary at all. It, it was, was such, so he, he wild. He was such a big peat of this. Such a big yeah. part of this, like a three peat, and. Uh, yeah, he just so I think wasn't there. He was, in, he was in all the all the shots of him dunking the basketball or passing the basketball, but he wasn't being interviewed at all. And he was like kind of like upset about it. Like I watched the the first episode of it. There's two episodes, I think. Oh, good. Uh, I haven't uh, seen it at all. Two parts. I haven't, I haven't seen it all, but I'm I, I think I should just watch it blind with you. <laughs> we'll yeah. well watch dang. It. Yeah, I, I'm releasing um, another uh, comic book uh, episode this week of Cyber Charges with. Uh, Tom and Rashad, we cover the second part of the uh, War of the Bounty Hunters. That's oh, nice. Right yeah, nice. I need to read that comic. Well, yeah. the thing is, is like the way we're doing it is there's like 30 some plus comics involved in this super thing right now, in this big story. But there's a five part 
of War of the Bounty Hunters going throughout it, which like connect all the stories as they go down and like but specifically following Boba Fett's part in this. Uh-huh. And those are the only ones I'm reading. So whatever so whatever gaps in there that are important, Tom has to like spend like Ten minutes, like explaining here and here and here and there, and like, <laughs> like, like Tom, Tom, that's why you're here, buddy. Thank, <laughs> God, thank God for that, man. I'm just telling you, yeah, he is. Right? Oh, thank you. You know, just I'm gonna let you guys in on a little secret. I'm the Star Wars guy on the Sith list. Before we record every episode, King Tom's like, you might mention this and this. I'm like, yeah. oh, I didn't know about that, King yeah. Tom. You just mentioned it. I feel like we're we're all Star Wars guys, but. <laughs> Anyhow, but, I mean, it's it's hard, it's hard to be a bigger yeah. Star Wars guy than King yeah. Tom Chansky. <laughs> the uh, a guy that reads novels in like three hours when they come out. Yeah. yeah. But the, the links to all that stuff are in the show description. Check it out. You can follow the show on Twitter at bad underscore motivators and anything else you find down there floating around in the description. Just go crazy or don't. Either way, one of the two. And uh, so, yeah, man, there's really nothing left to say except sweet, man. Well, hey, I think Taylor Swift is awesome. And until next week, we are out of here. Goodbye. Later. The bad motivators.